Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. Water. Earth. Fire. Air. You're listening to the Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Clark, and this is Avatar The Last Airbender and The Legend of Korra. My brother and I discovered the new Avatar, an airbender named Aang. And although his airbending skills are great, he has a lot to learn before he's ready to save anyone. But I believe... Aang can save the world. Today, we will be discussing The Legend of Korra, Season 2, Episode 10, titled A New Spiritual Age, which I'm totally not recording the discussion for the day before I release it. For Thanksgiving-related travel reasons, <laughs> I'm I'm absolutely recording this the same day I post it, as I always do. How could you possibly think anything else? Where would you ever come up with a theory like that? That's that's so insane. Oh oh you oh you listener, what your with your crazy ideas. <laughs> Pay no attention to any of that. Anyway, uh, this episode is good. It's a good episode. Really good, actually. I think it's actually one of the highlights of this season for me. In fact, I honestly believe that this episode is what the entire season should have been. I honestly believe that this episode is what the entire season titled Spirits should have been, like, just this weird, ethereal, bizarre experience. Like, this episode is bizarre as all hell. Which is kind of why I like it so much, which is kind of why I enjoyed it as much as I did. Because it's just one insane set piece to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. Like, it's just non-stop, what the hell is happening, I don't know what I'm looking at. And in a season entitled Spirits, that's allegedly supposed to be focusing on the spirit world, you'd think we get more episodes like that? But we get one, maybe two at most. And this is that one. But whatever, like, you get that whole opening sequence, which is just odd. (laughs) Which is just so freaking odd. Uh, You go from the butterfly spirit to the gopher spirits that lead down to that weird underwater giant thing that lead into the rapids that separate Korra from Jinora. And Korra goes into that forest and becomes like a little kid because she's so scared of the spirits. Because it's so weird and new and she's never experienced anything like it. It's great. It's awesome. I love that opening. Uh, And then you have this whole plotline of Iroh, 
who apparently between the events of Avatar The Last Airbender and The Legend of Korra gave up his body to spend eternity in the spirit world, which is awesome. You get this grand return of Iroh as he sort of helps Korra through her first spirit journey, as she sort of helps Korra through the spirit world. Sort of helps her get out of this childlike state and become more confident in her spiritual self. And it's great. It is so satisfying to see Iroh again and to see him on this unprecedented level of peace. On this unprecedented level of zen. Now... Did they half-ass his introduction a little bit for those who haven't seen Avatar The Last Airbender? Yeah, kinda. But who cares? I love Iroh so much, and he plays such a big role in this episode that I really don't care. That I really couldn't care less about that. It's just really fun. It's a great little journey, especially... For Korra to go on, uh, going to the top of this mountain, uh, to get that dragon bird spirit back to its nest. It's great. It's really, really amazing. And it's handled so brilliantly. What I don't think is handled brilliantly... Oh, I should also mention with the Iroh, Korra stuff. I love that moment where Korra's freaking out, having like a child tantrum... And as a result, all these spirits that Iroh has befriended start to become dark spirits. And Iroh's like, hey, calm down. Here your emotions become reality. Like, that is a really, really awesome moment in particular. What I'm not a fan of, though, for real this time, is Jinora's little adventure to the library, which is very clearly a forced unnecessary panderance to Avatar The Last Airbender fans. And that's another annoyance I have with this season. Because this season has really the only moments, but multiple moments, where this show feels like it is abandoning new viewers to pander directly to original series people. Because, like, previously up until this point, all the appearances of Avatar characters, Aang, Katara, Toph, Sokka, Iroh, all of that stuff, when it has come up, technical difficulties, sorry about that, I'm back now, anyway, but all those character appearances, when they've come up, they've been important enough on their own merits to the Legend of Korra storyline, that the ATLA connections have just been a bit of a bonus on all of them. But with the library sequence, like they're so directly pandering to a very specific storyline from ATLA that's very clearly just, eh, well, Screw you, 
people who only watched Legend of Korra, you're going to be entirely lost, and you're going to be just left in the dust in favor of this overlong, overemphasized reference. Like, this sequence didn't need to be there. Like, the only real importance this sequence provides is Janora getting captured by Unalak, and that could have happened literally any other way. But instead, we have to, like, draw out this, I am Wan Chi Tong, I don't like the Avatar. Apparently, I don't know how the radio works. Like, it's, it's just, it's pandery. It's very, very pandery, and I'm not a fan of it. Uh, but as soon as Unalak captures Janora, this episode does end up redeeming itself, and becomes, in my mind, really, really good again, when we get... The portal sequence. When Korra arrives at the southern portal, ready to close it. But then Vatu drags Korra over to his tree and is like, Harmonic Convergence is going to come. And I will fight you again, Rava. God, Vatu's scary as shit. Vatu is terrifying. This whole monologue that Vatu goes on just chills down my spine. It, it's great. But then, of course, Korra's like, eh, screw you, I'm gonna close this portal. And in response, Unalak comes out and is like, yeah, I'm gonna destroy Janora's spirit if you don't open the northern portal. And you have this genuinely tense... Hit the mic, I'm sorry. This genuinely tense... Almost hostage negotiation-esque scene. That's just absolutely riveting. And it results in Korra caving and opening the northern portal. We then get this really awesome fight between Unalak and Korra. Which is barely a fight because Unalak can bend and Korra cannot. We get this really awesome fight between the two of them, which ends with Korra being rendered unconscious, being carried away by the Dragonbird spirit, uh, getting some final parting scares from Vatu, and then Korra waking up at the Eastern Air Temple with Tenzin and Bumi and Kaya, but without Janora. And what we get is this really heartbreaking ending where Tenzin is just confused and frightened as to why Janora hasn't woken up with Korra. And he's like begging Korra for information. What happened to my little girl? Like, it is... It is heartbreaking, especially since earlier in the episode, Tenzin was like, if anything happens to her... It'll be my fault. I'll never be able to forgive myself because I should have been there. I should have guided Korra into the spirit world. And I failed. Like, it's just... Ugh. I watch that ending and my heart just sinks. Best part about this episode? No corporate espionage subplot. Thank God. This is a really good episode. This is a really, really good episode. It's what this entire season should have been, in all honesty. It's real good. It's real, 
real good. An example of what this season can be at its best, even though as a whole, it is very tedious and who cares? So yeah, we'll see how this goes in the coming days. Very, very close to the end. We only got like four episodes left in this season, so get ready for the end. It's coming at a near time, I guess. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I will play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show, patreon.com slash thomasclark, pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, tomorrow is Thanksgiving, so there won't be an episode that day. But on Friday, we will be discussing The Legend of Korra Season 2, Episode 11. Talk to you then.